Hello, Lighthouse family. Good Sunday morning, afternoon, or night. Saan man kayo naroroon. Welcome to our online worship service sa ating mga simbahan sa regions in Citygate. And of course, sa ating mga ka-Lighthouse. Isa pong karangalan ang maghayag ng salita ng Diyos ngayong araw na ito. And we will be studying from the book of Romans. Sa inyo pong kinalalagyan, pwede ba nating palakpakan ang ating Panginoon and just ready our hearts now as we talk about the book of Romans at ang ating pong title. The title of this message is The God of Righteousness. Diyos ng Katuwiran. Pag-uusapan po natin the gift of God's righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? Tayo po ay lumapit sa Diyos at humingi ng Kanyang basbas. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa pagkakataong ito. Your word is true. Your word is life. Let your blessings now flow and anoint the reading and the preaching of your words for the glory of your name and for the blessings of your children. Maraming salamat po. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Para po higit nating maunawaan, ma-appreciate ang ating mga talatang babasahin, let me lay down first and foremost the background of the book. Ito po ay isinulat mismo ni Apostol Pablo, letter po niya ito sa mga taga-Roma, at walang confusion doon because right at the very beginning of the chapter, first chapter pa lang, nagpakilala siya. So there's no confusion, kanya po ang authorship ng librong ito. Ito po ay isinulat, uh, the place and date of writing was in Corinth in AD 56 to 57. It was during the time of uh, the third, after the third missionary journey of the Apostle Paul. Siya po ay pumunta na para maghayag ng salita ng Diyos in the province of Asia, in Macedonia, Ephesus, and then when he was in Corinth, back in Corinth, siya po ay hinost ng isang mananampalataya na ang pangalan ay Gaius. Okay? And so it was there that he wrote, nasa puso niya, uh, iniisip niya ang mga mananampalataya sa Roma. Alam niyo po ba kung ang libro ng Acts is about the works or mga gawa ng banal na spirito sa pamamagitan ng mga apostol para maghayag ng salita ng Diyos, kung yun po ay mga gawa, you know, the book of Romans is about doctrines and beliefs. Mga paniniwala, mga bagay na pinaniniwalaan natin pertaining to the Christian faith, the indicatives. At yung mga bagay na ito, yung mga belief na ito, it, it, motivate, uh, it motivates us somehow to take action, to put action in it. Kaya mahalaga rin naman. It is my prayer na sa paggamit ko ng mga ilang kataga that is uh, theologically sounding mga pang-Bible pang school, sana po ay hindi kayo mabore. Instead, ito ay tanggapin ninyo na nanggagaling sa ating Panginoon. Bakit ko po nasabi yan? Dahil ang Book of Rome, as you will uh, check it, is highly theological. 
napakalalim po ng kanyang uh, pagtuturo sa mga pinaniniwalaan natin. And I will not dare not I, I, and I will not dare to say that I have mastered this. Hindi po. Ako po ay patuloy na nag-aaral para higit ko pang makilala ang Diyos sa pamamagitan ng librong ito. And you know, early Christians would mention that great revival, in fact, in the Reformation, kung bakit po nag-thrive ang mainstream biblical Christians, it is because of the work of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans as exposited by the reformers like Luther, Swingley, Calvin, at iba pa. Okay? So great revival happens when you study this book according to them. Hindi ibig sabihin na ang ibang libro sa Biblia ay hindi anointed. Hindi po yun ang sinasabi ko. The Bible, the entire Bible is the Word of God. Amen? Pero ang sinasabi ko, may magandang nangyayari kapag nag-aaral tayo ng salita ng Diyos. Amen? So, sabihin mo sa sarili mo, aral-aral din pag may time. Right? So, ang purpose po, one of the purposes of this book was to prepare the Roman believers for the visit of the Apostle Paul. Siya po ay nagpaplano na pumunta. Kasi po, during the time of writing, as I have mentioned, hindi pa siya nakakarating ng Roma. Hindi pa siya nakakatapak. Ang kanyang mga paa ay hindi pa nakakatapak doon. Pinaplano pa lang po niya. Why? Because he was not the one who founded the church in Rome. Hindi naman siya ang nagsimula. It is more likely that during the Pentecost, if you can remember the preaching of uh, Pastor June last week, during the Pentecost, they were empowered by the Holy Spirit at the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. At sila ay lumaki pa, lumalago. And then persecution happened. Sabi ni Pastor June, massive persecution happened. And because of that, the believers were forced to, to, to leave Jerusalem at pumunta kung saan-saan, sa Macedonia, sa Corinto, at kasama na po ang Roma. Kaya naman, kung titingnan mo sa chapter 16, binabanggit ni Apostol Pablo yung mga pangalan doon. Hindi pa naman siya nakakarating, pero may binanggit na siyang mga pangalan. Kasi kakilala na niya. And most likely, they were the ones, the believers during the Pentecost. Pero ang katotohanan nun, meron talagang persecution. Sabi nga ni Pastor June, pinapakain sa leon. Hindi lang po yun. Binababad sa kumukulong uh, langis. You know, ginagawang sulo sa mga party ni Nero. Ano pa, pinapako sa krus, pinupugutan ng ulo. So, they were there already before, even before the Apostle Paul came to Rome. Ang isa pa pong kadahilanan kung bakit siya sumulat at bakit niya gustong pumunta was to win or to seek support for the further evangelism of the uh, nation surrounding uh, Jerusalem or Israel. Okay? Plano po niyang evangelize ang Spain. And you know, Apostle Paul was a, uh, a fundraiser po. Siya po ay fundraiser and he plans for that. Incidentally, Yung Roman Church naman ay composed of both Jewish and Gentile Christians. Kaya isa pa rin po ito sa kanyang, sa kanyang plano 
to address the conflict between the Jewish and Gentile believers. Okay? So, pinaghalo po ang mga mananampalataya. Hindi lang po solid na Jewish believers, meron pong mga hintil. So, with that, you can imagine kung gaano kakumplikado ang kanilang relasyon. Why? They were coming from two different orientations, two different, you know, backgrounds and experiences. Dalawang kultura na kung tisusuriin mo, ay magkasalungat pa. Bakit po? The Jewish believers, they were focused on the, the Levitical law, the law of Moses, the traditions, the practices, and specifically, sila ay nagiging legalistic dito, lalong-lalo na sa circumcision. Circumcision, the observation of Sabbath, the sacrificial law, yung mga bagay na ito, medyo legalistic sila. Parang sinasabi nila na, kailangan mong sundin ito for you to be circumcised so that you may receive salvation from God. Ganon ang kanilang paniniwala. Pero kung titingnan mo sa mas malalim na perspektiba, ito ay may kamalian. Kasi napapawalang saysay ang ginawa ni Kristo sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Hindi po ba? But that was their stance. And then, the gentle Christians coming from highly philosophical uh, nation na ika nga ang kanilang mga pananampalataya is humanistic in nature, secularized, wala naman silang malalim na relasyon pa at hindi naman nila narinig ang Torah, hindi nila narinig ang salita ng Diyos as declared in the Old Testament. So, iba ang kanilang pinanggagalingan. And then, dahil sa pananampalataya kay Kristo, pinagsama sila. And they lived happily ever after. <laughs> Hindi po ganun ang nangyari. In fact, nagbabangayan sila, nagkokontrahan sila. Mga kapatid, parang Pilipinas lang ano, sa, sa political uh, arena natin. Pero ganun po ang nangyayari. There was an atmosphere of superiority somehow from the Jewish believers. Bakit? Kasi sabi nila, Kami ang original. We are the elect. Kami ang mga unang pinili. Sa amin ibinahagi ang Torah, ang mga utos. Kaya kami ang original. Ba, matindi, di ba? Sila ang original. Kaya pag tinignan nila ang mga hintil, kayo, mga second rate, trying hard, copycat, sabay, psh, di ba? Sabay, sabay buhos. Anong ibig sabihin nito mga kapatid? They were looking down on uh, the Jewish believers or the Gentile believers. Of course, hindi rin naman magpapatalo ang mga hintil. And so, a clash was about to happen. And so, that was the context of the Apostle Paul when he was writing to the Romans. Mas ma-appreciate po natin ito. Kaya naman, nagturo Si Apostol Pablo, he teaches righteousness from God that covers all. Sabihin mo sa sarili mo, covers all. Yan. Ulitin natin, covers all. Bakit kailangan nating i-emphasize yun? Kasi there is no more Gentile, there is no more Jew. No Jew, no Gentile. Iisa na lang tayo, pinag-isa 
tayo kay Kristo. At ano ang sabi ni Apostol Pablo? The gift and the calling of God, ang regalo at ang panawagan ng Diyos is irrevocable. Hindi ito nag-expired. Right? In Romans 11, 29-32, it says, God's gift and His call are irrevocable. Ang sabi niya, lalo na sa mga hintil, talking about the Gentiles, you who were at one time disobedient to God have now received mercy. Dati kayong pasaway. Pero dahil may mercy ang Diyos, tinanggap nyo na ito ngayon. Pero resulta iyon ng disobedience ng mga Hudyo. Bakit? Kasi yung mga Hudyo naman, nireject ang Ibanghelyo. And so it says here, so, as a result of their disobedience, so they too have now become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. Yung disobedience nila ngayon at yung obedience nyo naman bilang hintil ang nagbubukas ng pintuan on, for that present day, you know, Jews during that time para makilala at maranasan ang awa ng Panginoon. And in verse 32, he said, For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that He may have mercy on them all. Kaya maganda pong makita natin. God has bound everyone over to disobedience. Hindi ba mga kapatid? Kung susuriin natin ang ating buhay, meron din tayong mga panahon na tayo ay pasaway na tayo ay matigas ang ulo. Sige nga, tanungin mo nga ang sarili mo. Isa lamang po ang perfecto sa mundo. Yung nagngangalang perfecto rin, di ba? Pero even him, hindi siya perfect. If you can remember, we have heard about the testimony of our very own senior pastor. He was once a fratman, di po ba? At kung ikaw ay fratman, you know, mag, bawal kang titigan, bawal kang masaling. Subukan mong salingin ng fratman, may kalalagyan ka. Right? Baseball bat ang katapat. Ika nga. But now, the new has come. If you know Pastor Jojo, kilala ko po si Pastor Jojo for over two decades already. And I have known him as a person of, a tender-hearted person and a peacemaker. Maniwala po kayo. The, the new has come. Right? I'm sure you have read the testimony of Brother Eboy Ching. Right? Na noong unang panahon, hindi pa niya alam ang prinsipyo ng salita ng Diyos at ang mga prinsipyong ginagamit niya ay prinsipyo ng mundo, kaya ang tawag niya sa sarili niya ay bangkarote. Right? Siya mismo ang naghayag nun. But now, Using the principles of the kingdom of God, he is such, his family is such a blessing to many. And of course, narinig nyo na rin ang testimony ng ating, our very own uh, elder, senior elder, you know, Peter Kairos, on how he was once a womanizer. But the Lord changed him and he fell in love wholeheartedly now, body, soul, and spirit to Tita Christine. Amen? And both of them now ministers to 
the couples in the body of Christ, hindi lamang sa lighthouse, sa kabuuan ng mga mananampalataya, both here in the Philippines and even outside of the country. Wonderful! Ang inyo pong lingkod, ako naman po'y umamin na sa inyo ng maraming beses. Dati po akong pasaway at hindi po mabilang ang aking mga kalukuhan. Pero salamat sa grasya ng Panginoon. I can still stand in front of you and declare the word of God by His grace alone and because of the righteousness of God that is imputed upon each of us believers. Pwede ba nating palakpakan ang ating Panginoon? Ano po ang sinasabi ko mga kapatid? Sino man sa atin ay walang maipagmamalaki sa Diyos because at one point in our lives, mga kapatid, we truly needed, we truly needed the righteousness of God to be upon us. And so the Apostle Paul preached the gospel of justification by faith in Jesus Christ. Right? Basahin po natin, isa sa sentro ng Roma, ang talatang ito, ang sabi po niya, Romans 1, 16-17, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. Right? A righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Amen, amen, at amen. Kung ito pa lamang po, uwian na tayo sa totoo lang. Uwian na tayo dahil ibinigay na, pinagkaloob na ang kaligtasan, ang katuwiran ng Diyos sa atin sa pamamagitan ni Kristo. We are victorious already with this passage. Pero kailangan maututunan din natin ang detalye nito. Why? Kasi po sa aking observation lang, in my own observation, I don't know if believers nowadays could still feel the impact of this passage the gospel of the righteousness of God revealed in Christ. Right? Nararamdaman pa po ba natin ang dating nito? Right? Meron pa ba itong impact sa buhay natin? Kasi po, kung titingnan mo ang mga unang mananampalataya, even in the Old Testament, sa kanila meron silang sacrificial law, meron silang worship uh, tradition, meron silang mga nakalatag na patakaran. At isang patakaran mo lang dyan, hindi ka lang makapagsimba sa Sabbath noong unang panahon. Pwede kang, you can be stoned to death because of that offense. Kaya matinding, matindi ang dating nito sa kanila. In the early, you know, early church history and even in the medieval period, Mga kapatid, makikita natin, if you will study church history, nagiging delikado ang iyong buhay because of what you believe and because of what you declare. Ang mga tao noon will be forced to recant their faith in Jesus. Kung hindi, pupugutan ng ulo. But you know what? The believers back then would choose to be beheaded instead. Kesa naman itanggi nila ang kaligtasan kay Kristo, the righteousness of God 
that is given or that was given by them. So, tatanungin ko po ulit. Sa panahon po ba natin, may impact pa ito? Kay Apostle Paul, sobrang impact. Bakit? Sabi po niya, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Hinding, hindi ko ikakahiya ang good news. Ang magandang balita kay Kristo. Bakit? Ito ang kapangyarihan ng Diyos na nagdadala, nagbibigay ng kaligtasan. Wow! Grabe ang statement na ito. Amen? So why is it that it seems hindi na natin masyadong alintana ang mga bagay na ito? Maybe we do not, maybe because we do not understand deeper. Or maaari naman, baka ashamed nga tayo talaga. Let's check our hearts, mga kapatid. Or maybe because we do not care dahil preoccupied tayo with the things of the world. Ano nang date ngayon? 19 ngayon? Nakapag 12-12 ka ba? Nakapag 11-11 ka ba sa Shopee? Baka yun ang nasa isip mo. O yung delivery mo ang nasa isip mo, mga kapatid. Wish ko lang po. Wish ko lang naman. Sabi ng mga kabataan. Sana ay hindi ito ang ating kalagayan. But how can we now appreciate the righteousness that is given by God? Pag-uusapan po natin ang tatlong bagay. The plight, the remedy, and the result. Simulan po natin. The flight, the plight with a letter P. Hindi F. Hindi yung paglipad. The plight is the condition of man. And it is the woeful, the, the predicament of all human being. Ito yung matinding pinagdadaanan ng mga tao. Ibig sabihin, walang exempted dito. Tayong lahat ito, mga kapatid. Ano ang plight o ang woeful condition ng human being? That is sinfulness. Sinfulness. At alam niyo po, sabi ko sa sarili ko, magkaroon ka na ng kaaway na tao, magkaroon ka ng kaaway na na aso, magkaroon ka ng kaaway sa you know, kalaban, sa politika, kalaban sa negosyo, you know, minsan kamag-anak pa, nakakaaway mo, minsan okay lang yun eh. Pero hindi masyadong okay. Sana tayo ay peacemaker. Pero ang katotohanan yan, mas mahirap kung ang kaaway mo ay ang Diyos o ang Diyos ay galit sa'yo. And because we all sin, tayo ay object ng galit ng Diyos. But let me correct that. It's not anger from God. We are object of God's wrath. Read Romans 1, 18 and 21. It says, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by, by their wickedness. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Galit ang Diyos, mga kapatid. The wrath of God, hindi lang siya basta galit. It is not just an anger, ngit-ngit. Nagngingit-ngit ang Lord. Kapag nakikita niya 
ang kasalanan. In fact, the entire chapter 1, if you will check it, it will be elaborated. Bakit? Kasi they have exchanged their knowledge of God into worshipping images. Image of man, image of fish, animal, you know, mga hayop, mga reptiles and trees and plants. Yun ang kanilang sinamba. Kung ikaw ang Diyos na may lalang ng lahat, you are the creator. Tapos iba ang pinasalamatan. Iba ang sinamba. Hindi ba magagalit ka rin? Kaya naman the Lord said, you know, I have given them, I have, you know, handed them over in their sinful desires. Hindi rin lang kayo mapigilan, bahala kayo. Makikita mo po in the entire chapter 1, the wickedness or the sins of commonly the Gentile world, iba't ibang klase ng kasalanan. And then in chapter 2, if you will check it, magfo-focus naman dito si Apostle Paul sa kasalanan pa rin, but particularly the sins of the Jews. Okay? Nang mga Hudyo, kasalanan ng mga Hudyo. Alam niyo po ba kung ano yon? Ano ang number one na kasalanan ng mga Hudyo? I have mentioned it. I think. That is self-righteousness. Proud na sila eh. Sila yung nauna eh. Nasa kanilang law. Nasa kanilang Torah. And they have become self-righteous. But let me tell you this, dear friends. Self-righteousness is not God's righteousness. In our times today, di ba, minsan po naia-associate sa mga Christians ang self-righteous. Yun yung mga, mga fundamentalist na yun, masyadong self-righteous. Ewan ko kung nakarinig na kayo ng ganun. Pero because we subscribe to the biblical, you know, orthodox Christianity, Christ-centered, Holy Spirit, empowered, that talagang pinipilit nating ano, sumunod, misan talagang sinasabihan tayo ng over-righteousness or self-righteousness. Pero in fact, anyone can be self-righteous. How? If they believe that their ways are better or higher or their ways are the right way, and other, other else's ways are wrong, then that's self-righteousness. Narinig nyo na po ba yung kataga na basta ako walang ginagawang masama? Hindi ako nagnanakaw, hindi ako namimerwisyo ng kapwa, hindi ako, basta I, I'm just minding my own. Sila bahala sila dyan, basta ako okay lang ako. Hindi ako namimerwisyo. Narinig nyo na po ba yun? Tapos sasabihin, I think pupunta ako sa langit. You think. That's not what the Bible says. Kung may kilala kayong ganun, okay lang. Ipanalangin lang natin sila. How can I illustrate it even further? If you know the, there's a tool sa carpentry or sa sa construction. Ang tawag ay plumb line. Sa Tagalog ay hulog. It is made of a string tapos merong mabigat na bakal sa ibaba para maging stable. The use is to it's a tool to determine the perfect verticality of a uh, structure. 
Pag gusto mong gumawa ng poste, ng pader, at kailangan diretsyo, gagamit ka ng plumb line, right? At yung plumb line na ito ay inihahalin tulad sa katuwiran ng Diyos, tuwid. Katuwiran ng Diyos, matibay ang pundasyon, diretsyo, hinding-hindi ka nagsisway to the left, nagsisway to the right. Yun ang plumb line, yun ang diretsyong katuwiran, ang, kat- ang tuwid. Tuwid na katayuan ng Diyos. At siyempre, self-righteousness, God's righteousness is like that. Self-righteousness is like this. Nakahilig. Pero ang tao, imbis na sumunod, i-align ang sarili niya para maging diretsyo sa panuntunan ng Diyos, mananatili siyang ganito. Hindi, Lord, dapat ganito ka. Alam mo yun? Minsan ganun po tayo. Ang Diyos ay matuwid tayo, nakahilig, pero tingin natin, yung sa atin ang tama. Ang katotohanan niyan, pagka nakahilig ka, madali kang tumumba. Kasi tabingi, crooked, hindi vertically perfect. Kahit na anong gawin mo, kapatid, baliko. Anong ibig sabihin? We cannot save ourselves. We need a savior. And here's the truth of the matter. No matter how good you are, according to the world's standards, moral standards, we will never be good enough. Okay? Chapter 1, highlight ang kasalanan ng mga hentil. Chapter 2, highlight ang kasalanan ng mga hudyo. Chapter 3, summarizes the guilt of all humanity dito sa Roma. And there is one dominating force, mga kapatid. Sin as the root problem. Kaya naman, sinfulness is the most woeful condition of man. The most woeful condition of man. Pinakakalunos-lunos na kalagayan ng tao. Pag mayroon pong umaaligid-aligid na kasalanan, lumalapit sa'yo, sabihin mo, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, sabihin mo. ba? Para hindi lumapit sa'yo yung kasalanan na yun. That is our condition. That is our plight as human beings. Sinfulness. Buti na lang may remedy. Number two. That is justification, mga kapatid. The remedy is justification. Right? Sabi po sa Romans 3, 21 to 26 to 28, babasahin ko po ito, medyo mahaba, but allow me to just read some of the highlighted passages probably. So, sabi rito, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and prophets testify. The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Sa lahat ng maniniwala at nananampalataya sa Kanya. Kung hindi ka naniniwala, it's up to you. Hindi naman pipilitin ni Lord na i-impute sa iyo ang Kanyang righteousness. E kung ayaw mong maniwala kay Kristo. Pero ang sabi para sa lahat ito, There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are all justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Let's read further. It says, 
God presented Christ as a sacrifice atonement. Ginamit po rito ang salita sa Griego na hilasterion. Hilasterion, a uh, accusative noun. Through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. 26, He did it to demonstrate His righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. 28 concludes, We maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Hindi sa batas, hindi sa Torah, hindi sa, sa Levitical law. But let me expound on this Greek word, helasterion. Ano po bang ibig sabihin yan? That is the propitiatory, sabi ng, ng, ng mga uh, theologians, the propitiatory, propitiatory or the atoning sacrifice. It is used for the removal of guilt upon the payment of the penalty. At ito yun, sacrifice, ang kabayaran. Kailangan may sakripisyo. If you will check the Old Testament sacrificial procedure nila, merong ram of atonement na naglilinis sa kanila for the entire year. But this time around, it is done by the Lord Jesus Christ. Once and for all. Para sa lahat. Wala nang hudyo, wala nang hintil. It is for the removal of God's anger. No, God's wrath. Amen? So, kung kanina, sa kasalanan ay ngit-ngit ng Diyos ang resulta, sa justification, mga kapatid, ang taong nagkasala ay napapawalang sala. Yun po lang ang pinakasimpleng paliwanag dyan. Napapawalang sala ka. Dapat sana ay mapako sa krus, dapat sana ay Ma, ang penalty mo is death in your physical and in your spirit, right? But you are justified na Papa walang sala ka kay Kristo. This is not because of the law. So magandang tanong din natin siguro. Ano ang silbi ng law? The law, my friends, can show how depraved a person can be ipinapakita nito, pero wala siya. It does not have the capacity to cleanse, to cleanse our sin and to offer the righteousness of God. It is only the blood of Jesus that can atone, that can appease God. Jesus can do that. That is something that the law could not do. Para po mas maintindihan natin, ang mga babae, mga babae, mahilig silang manalamin, right? Mahilig tayong manalamin. Ang mga babae, mas mahilig, right? Sa mga purses ninyo, sa mga bags ninyo, makikita mo dyan, may iba't ibang hugis ng salamin. May bilog, may triangle, may square, di ba? Tapos yung mga babae na yan, pagka mga ladies, di ba? Pagka nasa mall, 
Kasama niya si Beshi. Beshi, magkatay magikit. Powder room muna tayo. Tara Beshi, tas holding hands pa yan. Retouch muna tayo, di ba? Wala naman po problema ron. That's okay. Right? Mas may problema yan pagka kaming mga lalaki. Brad, tara, powder room tayo, pare. Di ba? So medyo hindi, hindi maganda sa pandining. Pero alam niyo po ba, in Hebrews 10, in Hebrews 10, it would say that the law is a reflection. The law is a reflection. Pinapakita nito kung ano yung kasalanan mo o kung ano yung condition mo. But the law, according to Hebrews 10, can never make perfect those who come near. Ang kayang gawin lamang ng law ay ipakita ang ating kasalanan. Nakita ko po ito sa internet. I wish some people would actually, could actually see their personality when they look in a mirror. Isang magandang babae na naglilipstick, pero ang tunay niya palang katayuan ay hindi masyadong kagandahan, lalo na sa panloob. At ang sabi niya, sana makita, ng, makita talaga kung ano yung personality. Pero alam niyo po, kahit makita natin, gaya ng sinabi ko, ang law wala pong kakayanan. Subukan mo ang salamin, yung mga bilog na maliliit na salamin yan, ingudyud mo yung mukha mo ron, buti kong malinis yung mukha mo. Hindi po kaya ng salamin na linisin tayo. Amen? Eh pastor, pwede namang uh, linisin ko yung mukha ko sa pamamagitan ng tubig. Amen naman. Pwede naman po yun. Maghilamos ka, so lilinis ka. At least you can clean your face physically. But you could not do that in your spirit. Ang pwede lang luminis sa ating katauhan, sa ating spirito, ay ang dugo ni Kristo. The sacrificial atonement. Dahil lasteryon. Anong ibig sabihin, mga kapatid? What does this mean? There's no way that the law could cleanse us. Only the blood of Jesus could do that. Hebrews 10.10 would say, By God's will, we have been sanctified once and for all. Sanctified, cleansed through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus, the Messiah. Amen? I-define po natin. Matapos po natin pag-usapan ang napakaraming bagay. Justification then is the process whereby God declares a person to be righteous on the basis of faith in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Sa ginawa, sa pagkatao, sa ginawa ni Kristo sa krus ng Kalbaryo. The historical redemptive process that God, our Lord Jesus Christ, has done on the cross. He was the one prophesied by the prophets. He was the one who suffered, who died, and after three days rose again. And He was the one who ascended into heaven. He was also the one who imparted the Holy Spirit in the Pentecost. And He will be the one to come back in the second coming. The person and the work of Jesus Christ. Isa pang explanation ng justification, mas magandang makita niyo po ito. The activity of God, hindi activity ng tao, activity of God which liberates a person from the guilt of sin. 
pinapalaya na ang tao sa sa guilt. You know, parang parang nasa korte. Our righteous judge, yes, mapagbahal siya, pero just din siya. Our righteous judge, ang pag-uusda niya, ang final verdict niya is death because of sin, right? Eh dahil mahal nga rin niya tayo, okay? He sent His Son as the only qualified hilasterion, the only qualified atoning sacrifice. At yun lang ang mag-aapis sa pakiramdam ng Diyos na sa simula'y nagingit-ngit. And then the righteous requirement will be met. So now we can be freed from the guilt of sin. You are already acquitted. Ha, thank you, Lord. Kasi kung hindi po tayo ma-acquit, abay, kung saan-saan po tayo pupulutin siguro. Romans 8 would say, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak, through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of a sinful flesh on the account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as we transition now sa ating pangatlong punto, lapit na po akong magwakas. Sabi po ni Spurgeon, there is no form of sinfulness to which you are addicted, which Christ cannot remove. Maring sinasabi mo sa sarili mo, Lord, ay kung alam mo lang, Pastor, napakadami kong kasalanan. Pwede nating i-charge yan kay Kristo. Amen? Amen. So, ang mas magandang tanong, as we now transition to the third point, matapos ba tayong ma-justify, nagkakasala pa rin ba tayo? I will let you think for a few seconds. Matapos nating tanggapin ang justification, pinawalang sala na tayo, tanong, nagkakasala ka pa rin ba? Kung ikaw ay may katabi, dyan sa iyong sala, meron kang uh, sa iyong kwarto, tanungin mo lang siya. Sabihin mo lang sa kanya, aminin. Aminin natin mga kapatid. The plight of man is sinfulness. The remedy is justification. The result should be the result should be sanctification. Dapat ito ang resulta ng mga mananampalataya. The process of being holy. Chapter 6 to 8 now talks about holy living. Okay? Pamumuhay ng Kristiyano, pamumuhay ng banal. At dito mo makikita si Apostol Pablo, bagamat ang sinasabi niya ay tungkol sa kabanalan, meron po siyang sinasabi rito na kung minsan makakarelate po tayo. Paano? Sabi niya rito, gusto kong bumait pero hindi ko magawa. Sinasabi po niya, hindi ba ganun din tayo kung minsan? Gusto ko naman, Lord, my desire is to really be pleasing in your sight. But from time to time, I still fail you. Di ba ganun ang ating kalagayan? Anong sabi ni Apostol Pablo? Sabi niya, I have the desire to do what is right, but I cannot carry it out. I don't do the good that I want to do, sabi niya. But instead, I do the evil that I don't want to do. 
Now, if I do what I don't want to do, okay, malilito, if I do what I don't want to do, I no longer the one who is doing it. Sabi niya, hindi na ako gumagawa niyan. Eh, sino? It is the sin that is living in me. Oh my. Think about it. Diba justify ka na? Bakit may sin living in me pa? Oh my. Diba? Parang nakakatakot naman yun. Bakit nagkakasala pa rin? Kaya siguro ang sabi niya sa mga susunod na talata ng chapter 6, sabi niya, Oh, what a wretched man I am. Oh, what a wretched man I am. Saan ako pupulutin? Who will deliver me from this body of death? And then he would conclude, But thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen? This sanctification, my friends, does not rely on self-generated attempt to be holy. Rather, the Holy Spirit gives us the overcoming power. Amen? Holy living is about the work of the Holy Spirit that sanctifies and cleanses our lives. Let's continue. In chapter 8, sabi niya ganon, Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Lumalakad na kasama ang banal na Spirito ng Diyos. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and the law of death. Napapalaya ka sa paglakad mo na kasama ang banal na Spirito. So we can now categorize this. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Magkaiba po ang justified ni Lord at nagkasala at iba rin ang nabubuhay sa kasalanan. Yung nabubuhay sa kasalanan, malamang sa malamang, ito ay talagang hindi pa nakakatanggap ng katuwiran ng Diyos. But we are continually being cleansed by the Holy Spirit. That's why we declare we are a work in progress, progress right? Sinasabi natin, pabuti ng pabuti ang ating katayuan, palinis ng palinis. There's an actual and progressive sanctification that is happening in our lives. But as we move forward, may matinding sularinin pang inaayos si Apostol Pablo in the issue of sanctification. We have somehow talked about this kanina. Pero the greater issue that the Apostle Paul tried to address was really the sin of self-righteousness. Kasi piling nga nila matuwid na sila eh. Hindi ko na kailangan pa ng God's righteousness. So mas mahirap basagin po ito. The sin of self-righteousness. Sa totoo lang kung minsan mas madaling pagkristyano ka na, madali mo namang desisyonan yung mali at tama. Okay? Yung mali, alam na natin yan. Bawal ang ganito, bawal ang ganito. Pwede nating simpleng-simple. Pero kung minsan, pagka meron tayong naiisip na tama sa ating mata, pero hindi naman pala tama sa panuntunan ng Diyos, yun ang mas mahirap basagin. Self-righteousness. That's why in chapter 10, sinabi ito ni Apostol Pablo. Ano po ang sabi? Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God 
for Israel, okay, identified ang Israel, the Jewish people who, who for themselves, they have this confidence in their flesh, observing the law, you know, sabi ni Apostol Pablo, for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, hindi nila talaga alam ang katuwiran ng Diyos, and seeking to establish their own righteousness. Right? Seeking to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Why? Because four would conclude, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Alam mo po, pagka inaral mo ng, ang pagkatao nito ni Apostol Pablo or ni Apostle Paul, parang alam na alam niya ang patungkol sa righteousness ng Diyos. Parang alam na alam niya ang justification. Why is it so? Sa palagay ninyo po. Bakit kaya perfect sa kanyang isipan ang aral o ang katuroan sa righteousness ng Diyos? Alam niyo po ba kung bakit? You know why? Because He Himself, Siya mismo ay dating pasaway. Siya mismo ay dating pasaway. Parallel verse in, you know, Philippians 3, bago natin basahin, let me just declare this. Sabi po niya in Philippians 3, verse 5, he said, I have, I have more reason. I have more reason to be confident on the flesh. Why? Because I, I was circumcised on the eighth day of the nation of Israel from the tribe of ben- Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, persecutor of the church, as of righteousness, as to righteousness found blameless. Wow, grabe ang kanyang spiritual pedigree, ika nga. Grabe ang kanyang accomplishment. Pero ano ang sinasabi niya? Sabi niya ngayon, But the things that were gained to me, these things, yung mga bilanggit ko kanina, I have counted loss for Christ. Yet, indeed, I also count all things for the, the loss, for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them all as rubbish that I may gain Christ. This is all waste, rubbish. Yung lahat ng nabanggit kanina. And be found by Him, not having my own righteousness. Kasi katuwiran niyang pansarili yun. Yung baluktot na direction which is from the law, but, what, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Ano pong sinasabi ni Apostol Pablo? Kalimutan na natin yan. Forget all the accomplishments. Why? Because this self-righteousness has gave me, sabi ni Apostol Pablo, so much confidence in the flesh. And because of that, in the past, yung confidence na yon, yung self-righteousness na yon, that led him to wrongly persecute the Lord Jesus Christ Himself and the believers. Talaga, Pastor, si, Saul, si Paul, yes. When he was still Saul, pinersecute niya ang Lord. Acts 9 would say, napakataas ng kanyang 
confidence, self-righteousness that he would hurl, you know, death threats sa mga believers. And he had the audacity to really go to the high priest at nag-secure siya ng letter. Anong sabi sa letter? Lahat ng mga mahuhuli niya, the followers of the way, the followers of Jesus. Pwede niyang hulihin, pwede niyang ipakulong, pwede niyang ipapatay. But in that road, he encountered the righteousness of God. Sabi ng Panginoong Yesus sa kanya sa isang tinig, habang siya ay may liwanag na na-encounter, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? At dito na bago ang kanyang katayuan. All the things that he had taken pride are now considered rubbish. At ang sabi niya sa talata, he was happy to lose it all for the sake of Christ. Forget all the stuff, the accomplishment, the law-keeping, his seal for God. Ano pong sinasabi nito sa atin? Practically, kalimutan natin ang ating sariling kagalingan. Right? Repent of our self-righteousness, our self-reliance, our confidence to ourselves. And come to realize, dear friends, that we have absolutely nothing to offer to make us right with God. Amen? All done by the Lord. All done by Jesus. Kaya ang tawag grace. Hindi po tayo naniniwala sa grace plus your work and then salvation. Hindi po tayo naniniwala ron. Even our obedience to God, our ministry, our service to Him, such things should never be our confidence. Talaga, Pastor? Hindi na ba tayo kailangan maglingkod ng excellent? That's not what I'm saying. Kailangan po nating maging excellente, but the attitude is really, you know, not glorifying ourselves, but to consider the ministry that we do as a privilege from the Lord. And to be found faithful in the end. To be found in Him. Dahil ang, ang ibinigay sa atin ay katuwiran ng Diyos na nanggaling sa dugo ni Kristo. Kaya naman susuklian natin ng ating obedience. What does this mean, my friends? Sanctification then is the activity of God which liberates the Christian from the power of sin. Kung kanina, the guilt of sin, acquitted ka na, hindi ka na mapaparosahan. Ito naman sa kapangyarihan ng banal na spirito. You are empowered. Okay? At ikaw ay napapalaya. To summarize this, allow me to show you a simple graphical representation. Ang tawag po rito ay three-dimensional uh, process of salvation. But allow me to read this verse first. Sabi sa Romans 8, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among so many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. Those He called, He also justified. Those He justified, He also 
glorified. Amen? Ang kanyang mga tinadhana ay kanyang tinawag. Ang kanyang mga tinawag ay binigyan niya ng justisya, katuwiran. He justified them and soon they will also be glorified. Ano po ang punto natin dito? The three-dimensional process of salvation. Alam niyo po, God's righteousness is like that. Ito po ang righteousness ng Panginoon. At ito po ay pwede mo siyang tawaging, kanina pinag-usapan natin, justification. Kailangan tayong i-justify because of uh, the established sinfulness of all human beings. Right? And there's one only remedy. The imputing of God's righteousness. Yun na po yung justification. And then the outcome is holy living. Sanctification. And then soon, we will inherit also a state of glorification. Kung paanong sinabi kanina si Lord, I, the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Right? We will soon too inherit that. Pero mga kapatid, justification is also positional sanctification. Anong ibig sabihin po niyan? It is a state of holiness Right? Imputed to the Christian at the moment of conversion. Nung panahong ikaw ay nanalangin ng taimtim at tinanggap mo ang Panginoon. At ikaw mismo ang nagdeklara, kailangan ko ng katuwiran mo, Panginoon. Kailangan kita sa buhay ko. Be my Savior and be my Lord. That is what we call positional sanctification. Kung right away, kuhanin ka ng Lord, you have that already. Ikaw ay ligtas. Pero kung ikaw ay magpapatuloy pa sa iyong buhay, you can now experience the power of the Holy Spirit and you will experience progressive sanctification. It refers to the process of our daily lives by which we are being conformed to the image of Jesus. Amen? And then ultimate sanctification. Ano pong ibig sabihin nito? Ang ultimate sanctification is the state of holiness that we will not attain in this life, but we will attain it Finally, in the presence of God, when He comes. Ano po ang may bit-bit nito? Sino po ang may dala nito? Okay? Ang may dala po nito, okay? Let me just click it again. Ang may dala po nito, the historical redemption, justification, is done because of the history, the historical redemption in Christ as is stated from the passages of the Scripture. And then some sanctification happens in the work of the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit. And then glorification, the ultimate sanctification happens when the Lord comes back in His second coming. Hallelujah. Pwede ba nating palakpakan ang ating Panginoon? Kaya naman, pagka nakita mo po ito, ano po ang magiging conclusion mo? Yes, there's sinfulness in us. That is our plight. But the Lord made a way through the death of Jesus Christ that redeems us from the pit of the grave. You know? So, ng kasalanan. So, justification happens. And then you are being sanctified, holy, being perfect day by day. And then soon, glorification will also happen to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Alam mo kapatid, pagka nakikita ko po ito, tama-tama talaga sa conclusion ni Apostol Pablo in Romans 8. Romans 8 would say, sino ang makapaghihiwalay sa atin sa pag-ibig ng Diyos? Yes, God is just, 
kailangan niyang gawin ang righteous requirement of the law. But God is also loving. Pag nakita po natin, appreciate natin ito, mga kapatid. Tanong ni Apostol Pablo, walang makapaghiwalay. Sino nga bang makapaghiwalay sa pag-ibig ni Kristo? Sabi niya, kaguluhan kaya? Kapighatian? Pag-uusig? Kagutuman? Kahirapan? Panganib? Kamatayan? Wala, sabi niya. Ang lahat ng ito, tayo'y lalong higit pang magtatagumpay sa pamamagitan niya na nagmamahal sa atin. In verse, in verse 38, he said, Sapagkat natitiyak kong walang makapaghihiwalay sa atin sa kanyang pag-ibig, kahit kamatayan o ang buhay o ang mga anghel, ang mga pamunuan, ang mga kapangyarihan, ang kasalukuyan, ang mga hinaharap, ang kataasan, kalaliman, alinmang nila lang ay hindi makapaghihiwalay sa atin sa pag-ibig ng Diyos na ipinagkaloob na sa atin sa, sa pamamagitan ni Kristo Yesus na ating Panginoon. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And we can only bow down. And we can only say thank you and be grateful to you for what you have done. Let me summarize it, dear friends. It says here, the God of righteousness, the flight, the plight is sinfulness, and this is the most, the most woeful condition of man. But there's a remedy. That's justification. The activity of God which liberates a person from the guilt of sin. And the result is sanctification. The activity of God which liberates the Christian from the power of sin. Sa ating pong pagtatapos, I will ask again the Levites to sing a song, to lead us in a song. But as we hear that song, the kingdom. Isa puso po natin. What is our reflection from the word of God? Kung minsan dapat po natin isipin, why is there no impact sa, sa righteousness? Walang impact sa buhay natin yung righteousness na ipinagkaloob ng Lord. Bakit kaya? Maybe because we do not understand. I pray and I hope na ito ay nagbibigay ng kaliwanagan sa atin. Or maybe we are preoccupied with so many things in life. Sana may makita natin ang kahalagan nito. Maybe we are, you know, maybe we are in a life of uh, living in your own self-righteousness. Ang confidence mo nasa iyong kakayanan, nasa iyong gawa, nasa iyong katalinuhan, at walang space ang Diyos. Maaring ganito ang kalagayan mo. Or maaari na naman na nasa isip mo, hindi ko lubusang nauunawaan pa ang justification kasi masyadong malalim, Pastor. Pero gusto kong maranasan ang presensya ng Diyos. If that is your condition, my friend, while the present worship team is singing for us, I'd like you to worship and I'd like you to just talk to the Lord and reach out to you para nang sagayon ang kalagayan mo habang nilalapatan mo ng pananampalataya ay matugunan ng banal na spirito. Let us worship the Lord at this time. Jesus, 
God's righteousness revealed. The Son of Man, the Son of God, His kingdom come. Jesus, redemption Kingdom 
Amen, amen, and amen. That is our declaration today. Ang aming awitin, your kingdom, Lord, will never end. And we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, for your righteousness that has now been imputed upon your people. Tayo po ay manalangin, mga kapatid. Lord, salamat po. We can only say thank you. Salamat dahil kami ay iyong pinawalang sala, Panginoon. Salamat dahil kami ay iyong patuloy na nililinis. Gaya nga ng nararanasan ng karamihan, Lord, madalas we fail you. Madalas, Lord, nagkakasala pa rin kami. Pero sa haba ng iyong pasensya, sa lalim ng iyong pag-ibig, Panginoon, kami ay pinagkaluuban mo ng iyong katuwiran that we are justified that is our positional sanctification in Christ at ito ay ginawa na ni Kristo para sa amin kaya naman nagpapasalamat po kami because we are recipients of victory in all eternity Panginoon at maliban doon kami rin ay pinapagpala mo ng katagumpayan din in the here and now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Kaya naman, Lord, mararanasan namin ang patuloy na paglilinis mo, O Diyos. Yung patuloy na pagkasya mo sa amin, sa aming mga buhay. Thereby allowing us, Lord, to experience your peace, your love, experience blessings even, Panginoon. Yung protection mo na tinatamasa ng iyong mga anak sa gitna ng aming mga pinagdadaanan at sa, at sa pamamagitan ng banal na spirito na papagtagumpayan namin, O Diyos, ang mga temptasyon na daladala ng mundo. That even our self-righteousness now ay aming naiwawaksi at tumingin sa inyo, O Diyos, na natunay na pinanggagalingan ng katuwiran. Ikaw ang nagsabi, Panginoon, that we should seek you, that seek your righteousness and your kingdom and everything will follow. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa iyong salita. And soon, we will just declare in the name of Jesus that we will experience ultimate sanctification, glorified state in your presence. Maraming, maraming salamat, Panginoon. Kaya naman, banal na spirito, patuloy mo pong palakasin ang bawat isa. Allow us now, as mentioned in Romans 12, to not conform in the patterns of this world by the power of your Holy Spirit to be renewed by the renewing of our minds, O God. And then we will be able to test and approve God's will in us is good and pleasing and perfect 
will for the believers. Maraming maraming salamat Panginoon dahil walang sinuman, walang anuman, nothing in all creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Maraming maraming salamat po Panginoon. Mga kapatid, kung nais mong muling ideklara ang iyong pag-ibig ang iyong pananampalataya kay Kristo. After hearing this message, what I'd like you to do is to just put your hand on your heart at pangungunahan kita sa isang maikling panalangin. Panginoon, nakikita mo po ang iyong anak na nagsusumaamo sa inyo, Panginoon. Maraming pagkakataon na kami ay tumatalikod. Maraming pagkakataon na kami ay nagkasala. Pero salamat, Lord, dahil nariyan ka na pagkananampalataya kami sa inyo, ang iyong katuwiran, ang iyong pag-ibig, ang iyong presensya ay aming mararanasan at kami ay malilini sa aming mga kalikuan. Lord Jesus, we declare that you are our Lord and Savior of our lives. Reside in us. Holy Spirit, be with us and continue to empower us, Lord, so that we may experience victory in the here and now and in, in the future even. Maraming, maraming salamat po. This is our prayer with thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands, dear Lighthouse, at tanggapin mo ang basbas ng ating Panginoon. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up His countenance on you and give you His shalom. In the name of Jesus, our justifier, our sanctifier and our glorifier ng ating buhay. Maraming maraming salamat, Panginoon. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. God bless you, Lighthouse. See you soon.